guys, how's it going? Welcome to the Shrews Biscuit podcast. Uh, we're in unit number three, I think it is, that we've we've moved to uh, in, the, in the parade. The third unit, yeah. The third unit. Uh, yeah. We are in um, unit 22, which used to be Beatles, uh, who was on the show um, a while oh, ago. Right in the early days, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah which is an absolute shame. Um, but we're looking after this unit. Uh, we re- I mean, we're really grateful uh, to be here at the parade, uh, making use of the empty units. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I think like time's going to come soon where we're going to need to get somewhere permanent on me with a key to the door. And, yeah. Um, it's nice to try out all the different units. And obviously <laughs> it's good advertising for them because they can see the space being used. But obviously for you, having to keep packing everything down and repacking it and moving it obviously isn't the best. It's not good for my happen. back. <laughs> no. Well, of course not. <laughs> I'm not as spry as I used to be. Um, no, but I, I'm re- we're really grateful to be. And this, one, this one's got no echo as well. This is low ceiling like, and carpet. So, mm. yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah. It's massive, though. It's massive, so I, don't, I can't see us being here forever. Anyway, uh, to the, um, it's nice to see you back to on, on the show as well, Julie, because we haven't done one for a while, have we? I was trying to remember the last one I actually did, which would have been a Zoom one. Yeah. And I can't even remember what that was. I think the last one I did was probably May, maybe. Oh, no. It was, well, there was, was one it, after that, I'm was sure. Was there? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like I said, I've been so busy. Listeners, write in to the Shoes with Biscuit. When's the last time you heard Jules? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Please remind me when I was last on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so it's nice to see you back. We've got an interesting story for you right now um, about how today's guest came on our show. It's really <laughs> funny. Um, <laughs> so uh, Jules is one of the biggest champions in Shropshire for the Shropshire floats. She absolutely loves the place. That's right. Yeah. You yep. love it. Yeah. Um, um, she went there and she was like, oh, we need to get you on the biscuit. Um, and she was like, you, you were encouraging me to, to go down there and have go a go. Down there, have a go. Get them on the show. Um, and <laughs> I got this email. Um, of somebody called Harriet and she, uh, all, all, I didn't read the email properly it's my fault and all I saw was Harriet Shropshire Floats met Julie right and I was like okay cool uh, Shropshire Floats are on board let's do this I organised the, the, the today's interview got in touch with Julie and I was like Julie uh, we've got Harriet from Shropshire Floats and she was like who? <laughs> <laughs> so I did um, I'd arranged this interview with Harriet who's here today by accident, uh, but welcome to the show, Harriet. This Thank is, you. Uh, there is a reason why you're here, of course, but I just thought that was a really funny setup to sort of how this came across. Um, how you been? You been alright? Not too bad. Yeah, weird times, but it's starting to get back to some sort of normality. I say that, but I feel like there's there's something in the air trying to drag us back into <laughs> what's going on. I mean, there's uh, I don't know. It is weird, but I think with every sort of inch we get, I seem to think like we're going to resort back. You know, I can't take it for granted that things are getting better. Yeah, there's mm. something else coming, isn't there? It's, we're not yeah. in the clear yet. Yeah, <laughs> I just I'm just like you know because gyms have opened now, haven't they? Uh, oh yeah, gyms have yeah. been open for a while now. Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh, you know. Oh, well, we'll just have to go with the flow, I guess. Um, um, do you want to explain where you're from and what, what, you, what you do? Because I so, think it's really interesting. Yeah, I am Harriet, not from Shropshire Floats. Not from Shropshire I Floats. I am no. from Shropshire Event Nannies. Mm. Totally different. So we basically offer childcare at any event or uh, party that you guys are having. Um, we'll bring the nannies and the equipment to the event, to the venue, and take care of the children while the adults let their hair down, basically. That sounds amazing. Isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) So you've done a lot of stuff with Beth, haven't you, in the team? Yes, yeah, we have done, yeah. We do lots of um, outdoor events and and festivals, as well as weddings being our uh, predominantly our our busiest market, really. Oh, really? Oh, yes. You'd always think with weddings that 
the kids are there getting involved in the wedding bit. But well, oh, yeah, really? it's more often than not that kids are not meant to be involved now and people want a child-free wedding, which is exactly where we come in. Wow. So we're a happy medium between the two things. Yeah, because everybody turns their nose up at a wedding and says, oh, no, no children allowed. Yeah. Uh, it's no children? I bet there'll be one there. You know, it's, it's always that, uh, that, that thing. So if you can invite children and have that kind of... Exactly. So yeah. they can be involved in the fun bits yeah. and they can be, you know, skidding on their knees across the dance floor, which everybody loves. <laughs> but during the speeches and the ceremony or the wedding breakfast, we can look after them and entertain them and keep them happy as well as the parents then. Oh, wow. How'd you come across something like that then? Um, it kind of sprung into my head. It was actually my friend Cheryl who got married um, and she, I had two children at the time. She decided to get married in Ireland middle of the week with no children and I was like what 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 are people meant to do and then it was just one of those light bulb moments yep and Mm. that was six years ago now so it it was uh, in particular it was weddings where this came from then that's where it started but we do do lots of conferences and business meetings and things like that as well so um, the NHS is a prime example we did one in January where it was targeted at parents Mm -hmm. it was a conference for parents but then parents can't come if they've got children so so, <laughs> so like was lock, lock, lockdown was good for you then was it i guess because there's um, people that couldn't really just like leave their kids at home and go to big important means right yeah lockdown has been quiet the majority of our bookings oh it's have been, been quiet yeah postponed to next year we've started again now mm. um we've we've done we've actually done weddings and funerals already this month so it's oh yeah it's one of those well. that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. but we can we can be anywhere you need <laughs> do you cover the whole of Shropshire? We cover more than Shropshire. We cover all of the surrounding counties, Wales. We've even been down to Leicestershire, London, up north as well. Um, so, yeah, anywhere is needed. You see, I'm always really interested in people's journey with things like this. <laughs> <laughs> because like, when it comes to kids uh, and, and weddings and, and events that have been planned for, I don't know, God knows how long, for yeah. a year or whatever, it's got to be perfect, right? Yeah. Mm. So when you first come up with this idea... Uh, for what what you're doing, what is it like when you first started? The the lessons you learned, the mistakes you made. <laughs> what was that like for you? Uh, we have seen some sights and we have learned a lot of lessons. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so I've worked in childcare for over twenty years, so I'm confident with what I do. Mm. But you never know what's going to get thrown at you at an event, and we've had we've done weddings where they have been so drunk that they're dancing on the tables at one o'clock in the afternoon and we have to try and keep some sort of normality and get the kids away from the yeah they don't need to be seeing that that early in the day um so we have learned basically to expect the unexpected um there's lots of tricks of the trade that we use now uh which i'm not gonna divulge (laughs) Uh, but yeah it's been a definite learning curve but we're very confident with how far we've come and what we've learned now. Yeah. We know, you know, the intricacies of the day and the, the timings and the plannings and stuff. So we know exactly when to sweep the kiddies off and uh, go and get them playing so that the parents can carry on doing whatever it is they're doing. Um, and we know when to swiftly bring them back in for photos and stuff like that. That's a good day. Mm. That's a good day oh, for yeah. you, yeah. yeah. What's a bad day look like? <laughs> <laughs> bad day is when... Bad day is when it's fine when you've got lots of older children that are very compliant yeah. and they want to play and they want to have fun. Then you've got the toddlers that just want to go in 12 different directions at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you've not met these children before, which does happen occasionally, 
you've got to try and encourage them all to be in the same place. So where you've got, you, you do have sometimes have drunken parents and drunken grandparents trying to come in and, <laughs> and take the children and, you know, squeeze their cheeks like they do. Um, and you, you just sometimes have to put your professional head on and take charge and mm. <laughs> yeah, take control a bit. Uh, but yeah, the, the bad days are when, <clears throat> or when you've got lots of drunken adults trying to interfere and lots of children that want to separate in 12 different directions yeah. at the same time. Karen Zilla. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Have, I, have I used the, uh, the term Karen on the biscuit yet? I don't think I have. No. I there think we that go. might be the first yeah, one. Might be the first one. <laughs> yeah. It's becoming a term now, isn't it? Obviously, <laughs> um, there, there are people out there that have higher expectations of life than, than others. Oh, yeah. um, and what's that like for you? Because obviously, you can be doing a perfectly fine job, and there'll be the, the other person that will just want to nitpick and be like, what? Do you? To be honest, we don't get it very often. Oh, that's good to Only hear. once or twice, and it tends to be the grandparents uh, who, who yeah. think they know best. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the time, everyone is really happy that we're there and they let us take control yeah, and do our thing yeah. um, which is great it's really nice when we when you can have the children in a separate room you can do your own thing totally take control of it and there's there's no interference um, and yeah generally I mean you're there on a happy occasion yeah, so it's course. really nice and everybody's in a good mood and everybody just wants to have a nice day yeah. and so do we so that's, that's so how do you guys get sort of linked do, do do the to be married couple contact yeah. you or can it be through like a wedding planner if a wedding planner is sorting out the whole Absolutely wedding? Absolutely, anyway. Um, we're recommended suppliers to lots of the venues so they right. always tell the couples and the brides and grooms about us. Um, generally, obviously Facebook and Instagram are amazing for us because yeah. that's where you get your, your contact generally for customers. Um, and then we work closely with lots of wedding planners as well. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the bride and groom that book us um if you've got a guest coming to the event they can book us directly as well so if they want a nanny just for their children either in the evening or through the day Mm. they can book us so it doesn't have to be something that falls as as a cost to the bride and groom so if it's if you're at an event like that so like say like a wedding yeah and so i'm guessing that a separate room or a separate area has to be supplied to you or is that something you sort out with the venues that's the or... ideal situation okay lots of the venues now have separate rooms yeah and you know bed, large bedrooms or um reception areas that sort of thing we can utilize any space and we've turned up to venues and we've been given sort of a, a six foot square <laughs> size and for 20 children and you're going huh um yeah that's not going to work no. so we learn to work on our feet and and quick think and see what mm. we can do outside is amazing though outside for kids is great and that's generally what we what we do yeah. or a side room in the hotel mm. how big's your team there's about 20 of us at the moment okay um lots of them are full-time in childcare anyway and mm-hmm. then they just do this as a little side thing um we've got teachers we've got paramedics nurses nursery nurses absolutely anybody oh, you can wow. imagine on the team okay, so, so you've got really well broad spread. range yep. yeah yeah Oh. Um, I mean, I've, I've been at Oktoberfest. We both have, haven't we? Yeah. You, know, you, you look at Beth and Rachel and, and Claire and the guys from the team there, they're just, they're just pedal to the metal all the time, yeah. back into, mm. whether the driving festival, Beth was back into on the Segway, or the whole oh, team yeah. were. Um, it must be really difficult for them to be running that whilst <laughs> looking after their kids. Exactly. Um, what's it like for the kids to experience that? I mean, because obviously... They, they have none the wiser, some of the younger kids, but some of the big kids yeah. might get a bit stressful about that. You know? Exactly. Um, I think kids, when their routine changes, mm. stress 
sort of is is imminent really um they love routine they like to know what they're doing who they're with that sort of thing so for for instance weddings if your mum and dad are getting married if so if they're you know little children yeah they're going to be in different places their food's at the wrong time mm. they're going to be seeing people that want to smother them and and haven't seen them in years so it's going to be really stressy um, so having a constant person to look after them for the entire day, yeah. one dedicated person, is that little bit of, of you know, ease and stress relief. Um, but for example, Beth's, Beth's children, when she's manic at these events, yeah. we've looked after Beth, Beth's kids before um, so that she can fully focus on what she's doing yeah. and we'll have the kids because sometimes they do get, not Beth's children in particular, my no. I had, <laughs> sometimes when, when your parent is, is, is in a busy job like that, the kids do get a little bit, not left behind but expected to mm. kind of follow everything else as well and they get whipped here and whipped there and and dragged from pillar to post so having a nice comfortable base where it's cozy and it's comfortable and they've got toys and games or just chill out space somewhere that's their space and their their dedicated bit then it's it's just instant ease mm. <laughs> you've got it must be hard to try and remain professional though when you when you build up a relationship with these kids over years i guess yeah. And then all of a sudden they're gone. No, you know, they don't look after them anymore. Mm. Is that hard? More than anything, it makes you feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we've done, there's a family in particular I'm thinking of. We did their wedding four or five years ago and we still babysit for them now. They've had more children since then. Um, we, you know, I've been invited to their um, uh, baby shower and that sort of thing. And now you're like a real part of the family. Mm. And when it gets to the point where they don't need you anymore, it's a bit like, <laughs> you're letting go of, of uh, quite a big part of your life really because you do get really involved yeah but imagine. it's lovely it's yeah. really nice when you when you do repeat work for people yeah that's the best bit probably so how have you um how did you adapt then during lockdown because obviously there was no events <laughs> where children needed there obviously were still nurseries um yeah. and places open obviously for key workers children exactly. but what how did you guys adapt to that sort of period so we're quite fortunate in the fact that most of us have full-time jobs or yep. part-time jobs anyway um the ones that work in schools and nursery nurses that work in the in the preschools and the nurseries um they were all okay because like yep. i say key workers still had to go to work so yep. that was all right for us um most of our weddings <clears throat> And things obviously have been postponed to yeah. next year. So next year is chock-a-blocker mm. already. We've even got bookings now for 2023. <gasps> I know. Um, so lockdown was, it was really hard, but we were still office-based trying to organise yeah. everything. So there was still a lot of work going on under the radar. Yeah. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I was lucky enough, um, my, my boy who's in, um, in reception, so he could go back oh, to school cool. when, when yeah. it started coming back at the end of the year. But a lot of, a lot of parents, uh, kids were back uh, at home still. Um, how was that for you? Did you have lots of people getting in contact being like, yo, uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a thing I've got to go to. Uh, the kids aren't in school. Uh, can you help me out? Did you have a lot of we that? We did, yeah. Mm -hmm. And lots of people planning for September <clears throat> when the kids go back full time as well. Um, so we had that. lots of people <laughs> panicking, uh, saying we need somebody in the morning to do drop-offs and we need this and we need that. Um, Obviously, we try and help as much as we can, but the fact that most of the our nannies work full-time already, it can be a bit tricky. But um, yeah, obviously, funerals still had to take place. I know it's not an awesome subject to talk about. It's an important part of life. But life. with the numbers being restricted for that as well, obviously, children couldn't go. So we, we did quite a few funerals, sadly. Mm. 
um, which is the, the slightly more mm. somber side of our job. But, you know, if we're helping families, we're helping families, and that's what we do. So It's all part of life, though, isn't it? Unfortunately, yep. death. So. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, and did it really... I hate asking this, because, I mean, <laughs> I've, we've spoken to businesses that have like, literally launched during lockdown like as soon as things were able to go Manola Moss upstairs in eyelashes she was she was she was left waiting for for, for months yeah and then when she was about to launch, Boris was like, oh, we're going to have to make you wait two more weeks oh, yeah. and then she was like what the launch party plan. um how did it affect you guys financially was it hard for you guys did you did you manage okay was it looking touch and go I mean we've done all right because um most of the nannies are self-employed so thankfully I didn't have wages or furlough or anything to worry about mm. from mm. that side of things. Obviously we've had to purchase a lot of PPE for when we go back. Yeah. Um, we've purchased, you know, all of the standards, masks, gloves, aprons, hand wash, sanitizer. We've also bought um, a big hand wash station, like a big camping one so that the kids oh, can wash yeah, their yeah, hands yeah. when they come to the events. So although they're all things that are great and we're going to use, yeah, it's money out of the bank that... Mm we wouldn't have normally spent mm. um deposits have all been paid so you know we've got a lot of events next year where we're not going to get more deposits coming in no. so it has been a struggle mm. um but we we're still holding our heads up and we're still going strong good which i'm really proud of. yeah about. <laughs> yeah definitely so what's your next um event coming up then we have got uh, a wedding next month what month are we in now? We're in September, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we've got one one in October, one in November, and one in December that are all still hoping to go ahead. They're slightly smaller mm. than they initially were, uh, but it's still good, and we're very excited to get back to it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I imagine it's your livelihood. It is, you, yeah. It's something you built, you know, and uh, I can imagine it being, uh, you know, just terrible, the, the last few months for you guys. I think, well, it's the same for everybody, and I think yeah. everybody's just in such shock as to what's happened and mm. <clears throat> the changes everybody's had to make and the diversity as well. Yeah. But, you know, everybody just, you just get on with it, don't you, mm. I guess? Yeah, mm. I mean, that's the attitude I get a lot, uh, speaking to a lot of people. It's just like, well, everybody's in the same boat. Yeah. Uh, you know. I think it's good. that that adds strength to you, doesn't it? Acknowledging the fact that you're not the only one that's going through this. There's lots mm. of people no, out there. Um, mm. That's good, good. you know. Um, I imagine um, an event for you to be absolute chaos. Just kids, <laughs> just climbing up the walls, <laughs> crayons everywhere, dirty nappies. I don't know, whatever. You must see it all, right? I certainly do. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of why we're there, and we try to eliminate those things. <laughs> but it does happen. Um, Every single event can be totally different. We can have events where there's just one or two children and one nanny throughout the day. Um, we do some where we're in the wedding ceremony and we're sat at the front with the bride's mother. You know, it's it's they're really surreal. Like moments. a chaperone service. Exactly. Yeah. If you've got little flower girls and things that are going to be kicking off in the middle of a ceremony, um, then we can just nip them out the back or make sure they're at the front where they're meant to be, that sort yeah. of thing. Um, but then you get others where, I mean, we're insured to have up to 30 children at a time, mm -hmm. if you can imagine 30 children at a wedding. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those are the ones where you've got them climbing on the tables and dirty nappies everywhere. Um, but yeah, well, like I say, we try to keep them in a side room so that it, we're yeah. not causing chaos everywhere else. And we have lots of organized activities and games and things that are tailor-made to their age group. So in theory, they should be engaged with, with what we've got. 
And the experience that our nannies have got is amazing. So if they can sense that it's getting a little bit out of control, then we'll, you know, we'll diversify and we'll take them outside for a game of hide and seek or the parachute or sports day things. Yeah. So we're very good at noticing when things are slightly getting out mm. of hand. Mm. Um, we always have people that, you know, do constant toilet runs with the toddlers and that mm. sort of thing. Um, because it's very often that somebody just sat in a corner quietly and you think, hang on a minute, this isn't right. Do you need the toilet? Yes, I do now, now, now. And you yeah, have to do an emergency yeah. run. So it's, it's, it's technically a, a mobile nursery then. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what you are. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, what about kids with uh, sort of uh, speciality diets, uh, uh, special needs? Mm, things yeah. like, do, you, do you help with things like that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're lucky enough that we don't have to provide food or anything that's generally done by the venues. Okay. So any cool. allergies or anything like that is normally covered by them. But we do get a, a rundown of every child before yeah. we start looking after them so we know if they've got any allergies medications additional needs things mm-hmm. like that and lots of our nannies are um trained in you know additional needs yeah. through their full-time jobs generally anyway yeah. so lots of them are teachers and we'll have these speciality uh, yeah. diplomas and, and, and various qualifications as well which helps us immensely and we do do lots of events where you've got children with um autism or asperger's that sort of thing so we are covering a whole bracket yeah, of, yeah. Mm. of um, qualifications within within our team, which is Fantastic. amazing. Nice to hear. Do you do you do um, or I'm just trying to visualise like you sort of where you've got an event coming up and and potentially it could be strange children, isn't it, mm-hmm. that you've never met before? So do you, do you put a process in place where you will try and well even get the opportunity to meet them? pre the event so oh. that they feel comfortable with you guys yeah absolutely we do a meet and greet uh, right, yeah. session where not not so much if you've got a massive group of children because yeah. they could be located all around the uk yeah. or, or different countries and it's going to be very hard to meet them all yeah but if you've got one specific family like the bride and groom and we're looking after their children we'll go to their house yeah. beforehand have you know a half hour 45 minute play with the children so that we get to know them and they get to know us yeah because if you can imagine if you're a five-year-old child mm. it's a really random day everybody's dressed differently you're in a totally random place and then you're thrown into this room with this lady who you've never met before yeah it's it's not going to go well so yeah we always try and meet uh the children beforehand especially if they've got additional needs because yeah. then we can see exactly thank you no what we're no working with. no i'm not doing it so i'm joking <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it yeah it gives us a back out clause then <laughs> Um, how are you guys keeping things safe uh, with the pandemic? Things like how how you make sure social distance is, is recognised and PPE and all sorts of stuff. So social distancing with children is is, <laughs> is a nightmare, mm-hmm. as you probably know. Um, so we do the best that we can. What, going forward, what we're saying is, if we can work outdoors, we will work outdoors because that gives us the best opportunity yeah. to to have more children. If we're working indoors, we've got all of our PPE. So our nannies will have masks if needed. If we can't do social distancing, we've got aprons for when we're changing nappies, um, gloves for when we're handling food and doing nappies. Like I said, we've got the hand wash station as well. So when everybody arrives, we also take um, temperatures of parents and children on arrival and make a log of that. Oh, good, good, yeah. So we've got all of that in place. It's just a learning curve for everybody to keep up on top of it, isn't it? Everyone's (laughs) improvising. It's kind of like, uh, just going (laughs) to... That's interesting you say about, because I was talking to um, some, a couple of my clients the other day have got kids and they've said, you know, like they've been been dreading like the call from the school. Yes. 
your child's got a sniffly nose. Yeah. Come and collect them and you take two weeks off work. Exactly. When they've just gone back to work. So they're obviously, the parents are actually quite fearful at the moment from that point of view. Um, more about not so much the kid's got a sniffly nose because it's yes. like, well, yeah, children have it sniffly happens. noses all the time. It's, it's and it's probably nothing. It's well, their mate gets it and they're in the bubble. So because one's got it, the other's got it. Yeah, but it's. Yeah. But I think it, what, what they were trying to point out to me is it's more about the parents because that child then has to come out yes. of school yeah. Yeah. and then the parents then have to stay off and then they've lost two weeks opportunity of work again. So, you know, I'm, I'm guessing you guys are going to have to deal with that sort of scenario as well. Or would you? Well, I am one of those parents as well. I've got two children yeah. who have just gone back to school this week. Um, so I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the children that we look after, it's generally only for a few hours. Yeah. Obviously, we try and get a background first. So if anybody has had a persistent cough or any of those yeah. signs and signals, then we would be very dubious about taking them yeah. on. Um, but I think the thing with our events is the parents are all on site anyway yeah so if we do have an issue the parents straight there it's it's they probably wouldn't miss the rest of the event because yeah, yeah. we could always go and look after the child up in a separate bedroom and isolate them up there while the parents just carried on that little bit longer yeah um yes you might have to then do the tests and if it comes back positive then isolate for two weeks but I, I don't know. I think it's just, it's it's going to happen, isn't mm. it? With all the schools going back, everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is what I was talking about. The, like the kids going back to school, and you know, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I try to be optimistic. Yeah, but at the moment it's mm. hard, isn't it? You know. Mm. Um, I, I want things to go back to normal. I mean, like we were about to we were about to blossom the biscuit. We were about to go out and smash it. You exactly. know, and we couldn't do it anymore. You know, uh, but hey, we're here. We're here. Um, so, like I was saying earlier, your job must be crazy at times. You know, oh, yes. uh, what do you like to do to wind down when it's when there's no kids about? Um, <laughs> it's just you, <laughs> and you want to forget about all that and recharge your batteries. What do you like to do? Shropshire floats, obviously. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Genuinely, though, Shropshire floats is amazing. We've um, me and my partner go there quite a bit. Um, we live. We're lucky enough to live in the middle of nowhere, mm. which is idyllic. Uh, so we've got walks. Um, plenty we love being outside in the country um he my other half is a climbing instructor Mm. as well so we do quite a bit of climbing he's trying to get me up on the rock faces and that sort of thing which scares the poop out of me a little bit but you've got to kind of find your inner strength um so we do lots of lots of stuff like that which is great because I think it just clears the mind when Mm. you especially I'm I'm very much a, a country bumpkin I don't I don't do towns I can't couldn't relax in a place like London, but put me in the countryside and, yeah. and it's amazing. Um, I really want to try wild swimming and like wild camping um, as well. They do Not wild swimming I've up done. at Alderford Lake. Yes. So. I'm scared, but I want to try it. Just wear a wetsuit because <laughs> it'll be very cold. <laughs> that's the only thing <laughs> see when you think of wild camping the stuff I used to do when I was a kid all the time you used to just walk around with a tent and be like this, exactly. will, this will do <laughs> yeah. but, but when we get older we're kind of like oh my god <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah that's interesting though that's interesting though. just being out there in the quiet you mm. know recharging your I batteries I think that's probably what it is because when you're with children there is no quiet yeah. not from beginning to end it's constant there's yeah. something going on hmm. um, so I think for me just a nice bit of tranquility and calm yeah. and quiet is it mm. just brings me back down mm. to where I should be. 
definitely. <laughs> is there is there anything that um, that COVID has brought you um, where you've had to evolve? Is there any because I've heard a lot about businesses that have had to use Zoom a lot more for things, or mm. organize things for virtual virtual festivals. We've had virtual people that are now selling online where they wouldn't sell one before. Yeah. Is there anything mm. that COVID's brought you that you've actually appreciated? To be honest, that's quite a tricky question because we've had so many postponements. I've just been sat at my computer constantly. Mm. Um, it's been lovely to have some downtime. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, it's been really nice, uh, especially with the kids being off school as well. So mm. that's been like, it has been really, really lovely. Um, but as far as the business goes, it's still, it's still just chugging on as it was and Although we've not had as many events, we still have had events and we mm. still have had bookings. We've done lots of virtual wedding fairs as well, instead of actually going to the yeah. venues and standing behind a table. So yeah. we've done the online ones where we've done videos um, and had competitions online and that sort of thing, which is a little bit weird, um, but possibly the way forward. I don't know. Um but I'm just really looking forward to getting back to the venues and seeing everybody again yeah. and all the other wedding suppliers as well. Mm. Um, and just getting back to actual yeah. seeing people face to face yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be great I think 2021 is going to be a very if everything goes back to normal and they're like yeah you can travel again we can party again we can have events we can do this it's probably going to be one of the most heavily partied years oh my god it will in be in history everyone's going to go full out aren't they <laughs> it will, it will it be like 2020 will be erased from the sort of like <laughs> annuals of history take that out of the diary exactly. it doesn't exist well anymore. if anybody is planning a party and needs childcare please give Shropshire yep. Van a call <laughs> I, um, I saw a meme uh, last night it was uh, just when you thought 2020 would give you everything and there's a picture of Vin Diesel with hair. Oh, so I, like, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that he looks really weird. That's, that's <laughs> not a really old film, but it's like 2020 is the year that that becomes a meme, <laughs> of course, of course. It has been a terrible year, but I mean, it's, there has been, there have been some positives as well. And I keep saying this to people, that even though it has been, there's been so much catastrophical, horrible stuff that's happened. People have evolved, you know. Uh, there yeah. was somebody saying that the, the, the technologies that we've got now because of COVID are things that probably we would have had to wait till 2023, yes. like, you know, with Zoom and things like that. Um, so this is why I always ask people, well, what are the positives that's come out of this? Because we can sit there and slam 2020. Oh, hmm. 2020. Hmm. Uh, but I've, I've seen some positives. I mean, the biscuit has really evolved. Yeah. Well, you still, you like, you was able to carry on. I think mean, that's the thing, isn't it? Using yeah. Zoom, doing the interviews. I mean, okay, it probably leads... You probably have a bit more editing to do with sound and that, I suspect. But oh, we've gone so good at doing these interviews now that when we first did it, it would be like, uh, "Take this out, uh, take this yeah. out, shorten this and stuff." But we've, yeah. we've actually gone really good. We've got like a click now as a team, um, so there's less to do, and, yeah. and Zoom is brilliant for that. But even for businesses, like you're saying about the positive, you know, for some business, okay, there is the downside because if they're now doing the working from home scenario, they might not need as many staff potentially so that's obviously the downside but the working for home from people you know so it's it's less travel so there's less congestion on the road which is going to be better for the environment um hopefully people are still trying to get out and exercise you know obviously everyone suddenly that was never a walker went walking for an hour because they were told they could that was hilarious Um, But, you know, you'd hope that people would continue that because then, you know, that could obviously help with the nation's health, which means the future needs on the NHS will be less. I think the whole stuff around um, not just going and piling yourself down to A&E for any left, right and centre little (coughs) 
I've got a cough or oh yeah. I've scratched my nail anything like that that stopped that and I think people then realize oh you didn't know need to go I to think, I, I, for that exactly. so that'll be a positive for the I, I'm now at a stage as well where I'm thinking why was social distancing never a thing like yeah. you know I, I went to Chessington uh, for the, uh, the weekend last weekend with my boy um, and my wife and uh, the queues were all spaced out you yeah. know and it's I was quite just like, nice isn't it it's nice. it is nice <laughs> it is my other half loves this from the whole social distancing point of view thing because he's not a up close yeah, and personal with yeah. people at all so he he's like this is brilliant because this is my world doing that i mean there are other elements of this that are not totally brilliant for him but in terms of that yeah let's just go with social distancing then the masks aren't needed this isn't this needed and and just wash your hands why weren't people washing their hands before? i know exactly that's what he can't ever get his In head around care, as well washing hands is like the main the thing norm. you do it constantly <laughs> yeah so for for anybody that works in childcare, this is normality yeah you know? it's, it's what you do all the time anyway and it's the same with me i said because obviously i do the dog do all the dog stuff so yeah. i always wash my hands with touching dog right wash hands yeah giving them food wash your hands so that was all natural but i suppose for people in offices working at desks it probably was less natural. Mm, very much. I'd imagine for that sort of audience. It, the hand washing for me was, uh, I mean, whenever you eat or before you eat and after yeah. you eat, uh, when you go to the toilet, it's something like wash your hands. But it's like things like when, I, when I'm working, if I go for a patrol and I've opened up doors and things like that, mm. I will wash my hands then. Yeah. Or if I've been for a cigarette, uh, I'll come back and wash my hands. Things like that, that... That just reinforce those extra times to wash your hands. Just more like conscious that. of it, aren't yeah. you? Then I think is that difficult yeah. with the kids as well? It must be because uh, kids aren't brilliant at washing their hands and stuff, are they? They're not great. Mm. Although if you, you make, make competitions of that, if open, you make you know, it fun, yeah, yeah, like it can be fun. Mm. Um, we got obviously lots of bubbly soap and stuff. Any bubbles and colours makes anything <laughs> fun, doesn't it? <laughs> um, and now it's like habit that when they come into our crash. They wash their hands, and the yeah. parents generally do it with them as well, so that encourages them along. Yeah. Um, and the the new hand wash station that we've got is really it's one of those when you go camping, you've got one of those foot pedals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool, and the kids love it. It's great. It's fun. You know, it squeaks and it makes noise. So. <laughs> My mama has one of them. She lived on a canal barge for a bit, and she had one of them for the actual sink. You have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it, funny, funny, funny. Start doing its music, couldn't you then? <laughs> Um, if if COVID nineteen hadn't have happened, what was the what would the future have looked like for you guys? And then uh, on the flip side, what does it look for you look like for you now? Yeah, so twenty twenty was meant to be our busiest year. We had more bookings this year than we've ever had yeah. before. Mm. Um, childcare at weddings isn't one of the top five things that they think about. It's the cake, the venue, the photographer, mm. the dress. You know those sorts of things. Childcare comes further down the line. But I think now that more people know what we do and how much we help and what a stress-free day it can be, um, they're they're booking us more. So 2020 was meant to be a mega big year for Mm. us. Obviously, COVID has put a stop to that. It's put a stop to my wedding as well. We were meant to get married yeah, in May. Yeah, yeah. the half the oh, same. Tell him so, me. And then yeah. we, we moved ours to July and then it got cancelled again. Mm. So we've had our wedding cancelled twice. So I can totally appreciate where everyone's coming from so I think yes COVID has has put a dampener on 2020 in the fact that we haven't actually been out and physically done all of these bookings but we're lucky enough that they've all just postponed for next year or the next two years coming up 
So next year, even because of COVID, <laughs> your busiest is year. definitely going to be our busiest year. It's looking manic already. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, we're rolling in the money, but we've got no time to spend it. <laughs> exactly. We've literally, more, more and more people now are getting married midweek as well. So you're getting yeah. lots on Thursdays, Fridays. And um, lots of weeks next year, we've got bookings Thursday, Fridays and Saturdays. Wow. So we're literally back to back. Yeah. Um, and it is going to be big. Mm. <laughs> I imagine. Do you work well? With, are there other companies that you work with? I mean, so, I mean, a lot of weddings, uh, people that do weddings have flower people. Or, I mean, mm, other, yeah. so for nurseries, I imagine you have like toy supplies that you go to and cleaning products. You always go. You know, is there companies that you work with locally? To be honest, we've got a massive, massive um, collection of toys and games already that mm. we, uh, you know, not churn out, but it, yeah. it, we bring out each time. Um, we work really well with the photographers. The photographers say that we're a godsend because you often get children photo bombing, you know, all the group shots and the family shots. So we, we're good at those times and the photographers say that we're a godsend. The DJs as well, because you know when the DJ has that sort of desk at the front with mm. the hanging sheet and the lights, yeah. that's a great place for kids to hide under mm. and to pull on the lights. So uh, when we're there in the evening for the reception and stuff as well, the DJs love it because they don't have the children pulling all their equipment down (laughs) and trying to climb the speakers and that sort of thing. Um, So those are sort of the two guys in the daytime that that think we're pretty epic. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's lovely to see when we do work closely with the bride and groom, if they've got the flower girls or the page boys as well, and we're in the rooms when they're all getting dressed and ready as well, it's a really exciting part of the day. Um, especially when you know the bride's getting her makeup done and everything, and you're in there as well. It's yeah. lovely. It's really nice to be included. So, like has there been people that you've met along your path? They look at you and they go, "Oh, Harriet's here. It's cool." It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know her. Yeah, we get lots of uh, weddings booked because we've done, you know, their sister's wedding or their auntie's wedding or whatever, and they'll say, "Can we? Can we please?" Can we please have Harriet and, and the team? Mm. Because we know that it's just going to be organised and stress-free. People, um, I've had lots of, you know, the mothers of the brides saying, oh my God, you're just so, you're so calm and relaxed and organised. You're just, you're just taking all the stress away from it. I was like, that's exactly why I'm here. Yeah. And then you walk <laughs> off and go, oh my God, oh my God, what's going on now? <laughs> it, it's, I'm a bit like a swan, I think, because everybody thinks you're so organised and calm. And yeah. on the top and on the outskirts, I am very much so. But inside, you're thinking about what's coming next, mm. what's, you know, what's, what's going to happen next and where you're going to need to be. So there's a lot to organise and a lot to do, but hopefully we all carry it off well. And we've got a great team that, yeah, yeah. that know exactly what they're doing, you mm. know, so mm. we can chuck them in and into anything and they'll, <laughs> they'll come up smelling good. And how can people get in touch with you to, to book you? So Facebook is amazing. Obviously, we get lots of inquiries through there. You can see all of our offers and things on there. So that's Shropshire Event Nannies. Um, we've got our website as well, which is uh, Um And email as well. So you can find all of the details on there. But um, yeah... If you get in contact via the website or anything, you'll come straight to me and mm-hmm. I will sort you out. I'll sort you out. <laughs> That's very EastEnders style, yeah. wouldn't yeah. it? I'll sort you out. Um, <laughs> that. that was very much the butcher, wasn't it? I'll sort you out. Um, <laughs> I, love, I love how we've met. I love how I this know, has happened. It was, it was, it was 
brilliant. It was the universe saying, you need to speak to Harriet. Like, this is how, this is how I'm going to set it up for you, dog. Like, this is, <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Uh, and I love that. Um, I, you've been great to talk to. Thank and, you. Um, 2021 is going to be the biggest year mm. in in the millennium. I got to imagine it's going to be just party central. So, if you are looking for some uh, for someone to look after your kids, I mean, what's what kind of parties do you, do you just do? Any parties? Is it just weddings and no, events? absolutely but anything. Like we do lots of New Year bar mitzvahs, things like that. Yeah, <laughs> we've done christenings, like I say, funerals, big birthday celebrations. You know, 50s, 60s, 70s parties. That yeah. sort of, and it's basically any event that is adult orientated where children will be as well. Yeah. yeah. So if the adults are wanting to party and the children happen to be there, then that's our Old school our 90s event. rave. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'll... No. <laughs> I'll the 90s revival, no. <laughs> Best to keep the kids away from that yeah. one. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, make sure you, you go to, uh, to shop your event nannies uh, to, to find, uh, find them. Um, you've been great to talk to. Have you got anything to add, mm. Julie? No. Fascinating, though, because I didn't know that this was a thing. Yeah. Lots of people don't. So, mm, so thank you good. for helping us mm. out. Yeah, it's been great talking to you. Um, I would love to give our listeners the opportunity to check out our website as well, which is www.shrewsbybiscuitpodcast.co.uk. Um, we have all of our audio available on there. Uh, you can also get in touch with us as well. We're looking for like new ways of doing things. Um, we're looking for people that want to come on the show. Um, uh, anybody wants to get involved with uh, sponsorships or adverts, anything like that. Uh, just get in touch. You, you can message us through the website and we'll get back in touch with you. Um, that, our, our website is made by Web Orchard, isn't it, Julie? Mm-hmm. It is, yes, Web Orchard. <laughs> one of our sponsors. If you need a website, make sure you go to Web Orchard. They're awesome. They'll sort you out. They'll sort you out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Harriet. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And peace out. Take it easy. <laughs>